God bless you this Sunday morning. Today is Sunday, January 9th, 2022. And my title of my sermon is called Praying the Price. Praying the Price. Super simple sermon. Um, there was this old school, many moons ago, I think it was 1600s, man of God, monk brother. And he said, if you are a theologian, you will truly you will you will pray truly and if you pray truly you are a theologian and this morning i want to speak to you a short word called praying the price and the purpose of this sermon this morning is to urge you to convince you to inspire you to make 2022 a year of prayer i pray in the midst of all your workouts, I know you want six-pack abs for 2022, that you pray. In the midst of all your financial investments, right? I know some of you want to buy some Bitcoin and some NFT artwork that you pray. I pray in the midst of all your Bible reading that you pray. And this morning, I want to share, share with you a few things. I want to share with you that things happen when you pray. I want to share with you the postures of prayer, the privacy of prayer, the power of prayer, and a few other things. And I think Brother Ethan has my notes, and Brother Ethan could put some stuff in the chat, and so we could all uh, kind of learn together. All right? Turn your Bibles with me to the book of Luke, chapter 3, and we're going to look at verse 21 and 22. Luke, chapter 3. Luke, chapter 3. And we're going to look at verse 21 through 22. The Word of God says, One day, when the crowds were being baptized, Jesus himself was baptized. Imagine that scene. Ooh, John the Baptist. Jesus' cousin. People get baptized and then Jesus pulls up and gets baptized. As he was praying. Aye, that's it right there. As he was praying, the heavens opened. And the Holy Spirit in bodily form descended on him like a dove and a voice from heaven said you are my dearly loved son and you bring me great joy oh i gotta read that verse again luke chapter 3 verse 21 and 22 one day i'm reading a new living translation one day when the crowds were being baptized jesus himself was baptized as he was praying the heavens open, and the Holy Spirit in bodily form descended on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, you are my dearly loved son, and you bring me great joy. This scripture is so profound. This is the Trinity in action. So if you look at Blue Letter Bible, uh, some commentary, is said, this is what the commentary says. It says, when it goes over the part where it says all people were baptized, right? And it says, there was a remarkable response to the work of John the Baptist. And many, many came to repent and receive baptism. One day in the midst of the crowd, Jesus uh, came also to be baptized. See, John was Jesus' cousin. And John was consecrated and John was bold. 
And sometimes, brothers and sisters, you have to just say what God told you to say. Because you don't know what's going on in the hearts of the people you're speaking to. You know, Jonah had a revival in Nineveh. He just said a few words. He didn't even like the people. But God was already dealing with the hearts of the people. So God was already dealing with these people. And then John just comes with this beautiful boldness. And Jesus was moved by John's faith. You know, in Matthew 11, 11, the first portion, he says, Truly I tell you, among those born of a woman, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. John the Baptist was the first one to give Jesus praise from the womb, if you look at Luke chapter 1, verse 43. So we also see in the scripture that Jesus was baptized. Jesus did not receive baptism because he was a sinner that needed to repent or be cleansed from sins. He did it to completely identify himself with the sinful men around him. This was the same heart that would lead him to the ultimate identification with sinful people on the cross. And in verse 22, you see the Trinity emotion. The three persons of the Trinity were all manifested at once. The Holy Spirit came in bodily like a dove. The voice of God the Father was heard. And the beloved Son was baptized. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So powerful. There was visible, tangible evidence that the Holy Spirit had come upon Jesus. A similar thing happened to the apostles in the book of Acts chapter 2. When tongues of fire appeared over their heads and Pentecost. You know, that's a beautiful scene because we see that um, in the Tower of Babel, Genesis 11, everybody came together and spoke the same language for the wrong reason. And God scattered them, right? To 70, 72 nations. And then you see in, in Acts chapter 2, a, 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 a restoration, right? Kind of like reverse Babel. In a good way. And then they come together. And then the apostles with the Holy Spirit. Gives them the languages. To speak the gospel. Uh, in different languages. So people could understand. So when the Holy Spirit comes upon Summit Church. We will be anointed. To uh, speak this gospel to different people. In a way they understand. Also in this scripture, um, when, when Yahweh Elohim, when God the Father says, you are my beloved son, that's an echo from uh, Psalms chapter 2 verse 7, which is a glorious messianic psalm. When he says, I am well pleased, that's an echo from Isaiah 42, speaking about Jesus being uh, the suffering ser uh, servant. What a beautiful, beautiful scripture. And I want to show you that everything happens when he prayed. This is as he was praying, the heavens opened up. Brothers and sisters, I want to let you know that there is power in prayer. There's action in the heavenlies when the saints of God humble themselves and repent and pray. That's where the power is. That's where the action is. We have to be willing to pray the price for the prize of God's presence. Because in his presence, there are presents. Can I hear an amen? 
the book of uh, Daniel. Ethan, you got it? The book of Daniel, chapter 9, verse 21 to 23. It says, as I was praying, this is Daniel, Gabriel, we talk about archangel. As I was praying, Gabriel, whom I am seeing in an earlier vision, came swiftly to me at the time of the evening sacrifice. And he explained to me, Daniel, I have come to give you insight and understanding. How many people want insight and understanding from heaven? The moment you began praying, a command was given. Ooh. And now I'm here to tell you what it is and what it was. For you are very precious to God. Listen carefully so that you can understand the meaning of your vision. Brothers and sisters, we're not getting this insight and foresight because we're not praying the price. We got to pray the price. Remember, in Genesis 32, it said when Jacob prayed, God showed him how to deal with Esau. And then Jacob prays, and then the angel of the Lord wrestles with him, touches his hip, slows his flow, and changes his name. And changes his name, he begins to change Jacob's nature. Hallelujah. This is good stuff, fam. We got to pray. Prayer is what the action is at. You know, what's the big deal about Jacob praying in Genesis 32? Because he was terrified of his brother Esau. Why was he terrified of Esau? Because he finessed Esau. They were twins. Esau was born first. Esau was diesel. Jacob was a little, like, more, like, homebody, like to cook and clean. Esau was a powerful warrior. And then Jacob... One day Esau went hunting. He came home famished. Jacob made him stew. And then he told Esau was say he was about to die. And then Jacob said, Give me your birthright. So then he goes, Alright, it don't matter. And he gave him his birthright. And then Jacob and his mother tricked the fa his father, uh, Isaac, into uh laying hands on him and giving him like another birthright. So what's the big deal of this? So Jacob was terrified of Esau. Now, why did Esau give up his birthright? Jewish commentary and this other book that they didn't make the canon called the Book of Jasher, Jasher says that Esau killed Nimrod. Legend has it, the day Esau came home famished from this hunt is the day he killed Nimrod. Now that he killed Nimrod, legend has it that he took Nimrod's special coat Legend has it that that special coat was the coat that God gave Adam when Adam was naked and afraid. So Esau's thinking, I killed the mightiest warrior. I got this special coat with powers. I don't need this blessing. I don't need this birthright. Brothers and sisters, I want to urge you right now. I don't care if you are alpha, sigma, powerful, alpha girl, boss lady, boss you know, all this. You have to pray. Imagine if Esau would have been a man of prayer. Imagine if Esau would have uh, defeated Nimrod, wore this special coat, and still loved his birthright, and still was a man of prayer and fasting. Imagine the things God could have done through Esau's life. So Jacob had to pray. 
because everybody's terrified of Esau. And then Esau, God touches his heart. And Esau reaches out and loves, uh, loves Jacob. God wrestles with Jacob. Everything happened after prayer. Prayer is where the action is. Put your hand in your heart wherever you're at and say 2022 is the year I love, I live, and I learn to pray. Prayers with, uh, when Elijah prayed for the woman's son to be healed. Elijah prayed and the rain stopped. Elijah prayed and droughts ended. Prayer is where the action is at. David loved to sing psalms and prayed. And God gave him the strength to defeat his enemies. When Jonah prayed, uh, he, he, he avoided death in, in uh, Leviathan's mouth. Even though he was disobedient. When Habakkuk prayed, he learned to rejoice in the midst of his pain. When Solomon prayed and dedicated the temple right unto the Lord, the people were happy for and party for weeks. When Paul and Silas prayed, uh, a supernatural earthquake got them free from jail. When Peter prayed and turned to Tabitha and said, Tabitha, get up. Tab it was a miracle. When Peter's friends were praying for him, when Peter was in jail, they had a prayer meeting. Peter gets freed by an angel, goes to the house where they were praying for him, knocks on the door. A young lady named Rhoda answers the door, looks at Peter, closes the door, goes back in the prayer meeting and said, Peter's there. And they said, oh, it's not Peter. It's his angel. And then they look and it was Peter. You know, some people, they like to, they like, um, to pray. They, they kind of like their trauma and their drama. And they pray, but they don't really expect God to move. Some people like praying for miracles than having to steward a miracle. Ooh, that's a word for somebody. I'm going to say that again. Some people like praying for a job more than actually going to work. <laughs> and so we have to learn to pray and expect Pray and answer the door. While Jesus prayed, skies were opened. Spirit fell on him. We have to learn to love to pray, fam. We have to pray with an expecting heart. We have to make prayer a lifestyle. Our life has to become a prayer. When we pray, we encounter and envision and get involved with the divine. Remember when Jesus got angry? And he caught a temple tantrum. Oh, you like that, right? Not temper. A temple tantrum. And when he got mad and he flipped tables. You know what he said? He said, man, this is supposed to be a house of prayer. And you're making it a den of thieves. He said, my father's house is a house of prayer for all. Prayers where the actions at. All right, so let's look quickly at the postures of prayer. You could pray stand. You could pray standing up, right? You could pray standing up. Um, there's a scripture, Luke chapter nine, verse twenty-eight to thirty-two. I hope Ethan's putting the scriptures in. It says about eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John, and James with him and went up to the mountain to pray. As he was praying. The appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became bright as a flash of lightning. 
Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor, talking with Jesus. This is a powerful prayer meeting. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Israel. Peter and his companions were very sleepy, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and two men standing with him. Brothers and sisters, you could stay, you could pray, pray standing. Brothers and sisters, you could pray, uh, you could pray standing, uh, you could pray uh, sitting. Right? Wait, there's another scripture on standing. Um, Luke chapter 18, verse 10 to 13. It says, Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood up and prayed about himself. God, I want to thank you that I am not like other men, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven. He beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Oh, that's good stuff. So brothers and sisters, you could pray standing. Oh, Ethan is putting the stuff. Thanks, Hap. Uh, you could pray uh, kneeling. You could kneel down. Uh, Luke chapter 22, verse 41 through 44 says, Jesus withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them and knelt down and prayed. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. And an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. You can pray on your stomach, lying down, prostrate. Uh, Matthew chapter 26, verse 38 through 39. Then Jesus said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell on his face to the ground and prayed. Right? You can pray sitting. Second uh, uh, Samuel chapter 2, verse 7 through 18. Then King, King David went and sat before the Lord and prayed, Who am I, O sovereign Lord? What is my family that you have brought me this far? Right? He sat before the Lord and prayed. So brothers and sisters, you could pray in any position as long as you really come before the Lord and humble yourself before the Lord. There's an old joke about a man who went up to meditation class puffing on a pipe, right? There's like the Sherlock Holmes pipe. And the instructor said, excuse me, sir, you can't smoke your pipe while you meditate. So to which the man replied, do you mind if I meditate while I smoke my pipe? Brothers and sisters, you could pray on the bus. You could pray on the train. You could pray uh, while you're on hold with the doctor's office. Right, so let me give you some more insights about prayer. This privacy of prayer, Matthew 6, 6 talks about going into the secret place and God will reward you openly, right? We have to learn to pray in secret. We have to learn that there's power in prayer. James 5.16 says, Confess your faults one another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. 
the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Jesus talks about in Mark 11, 22 to 24. Then Jesus says to his disciples, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen. Have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. If you believe that you received it, it will be yours. So we understand this power in prayer. We have the privacy in prayer, this posture in prayer, this persistence in prayer. Luke chapter 18, verse 1 through 8, talked about um, the widow, the persistent widow. And so we have to pray every day. There's a partnership in prayer. You can ask other people to pray for you, pray with you. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 says, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. We got to learn to pray for our family. There's a pattern in prayer. Matthew chapter 6 verse 9 through 13 uh, talks about the Lord's Prayer. And I've talked about it this week in a Bible study. There's different um, sections of that prayer. And that, that prayer, it triggers you to pray in a certain way. You could also do the ACTS, uh, Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, Supplication. You could also do the Pray Method, Pause, Rejoice, Ask, and Yield. Brothers and sisters, it, 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 all I just want to tell you is to pray. That's with action. This year, let's pray the price. Summer Church, we want our own storefront building. So we can eat, watch movies together, watch games after church, break bread together. We need to pray. Um, I thank God that my family comes to church. Now I want my coworkers to come to church. I need to pray. You need your family to start serving the Lord. We need to pray, right? Whether you got diabetes, blood pressure, health challenges, you need to pray and be persistent with your health protocols. You need to pray uh, for your diet. You need to pray over your finances. You need, you and I, we need to know that when we pray, windows of heavens open. And then we can be like Brother Daniel, Prophet Daniel, and experience the supernatural, but it begins with prayer. Can I pray for you? <laughs> I want to pray that God just puts in your heart to pray all day, right? You could pray when you wake up. You could pray on your way to work. You could pray at lunch. You could pray an hour before you leave or when you leave work. You could pray for, before all your meals. You could pray before bed. You could just live a life of prayer. And I believe if you do that, you will begin to experience little miracles. Little miracles, like maybe the blood pressure issue you've been dealing with, your doctor gives you the green light to get off the medicine. Uh, last time I went to the doctor, praise the Lord, he says, I'm no longer diabetic. I'm back to being pre-diabetic. God is good. Little miracles, promotion, a raise, new friends, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, wife, a husband. Your children serving the Lord. Little miracles. 
begin with prayer. Remember, it says Jesus, as he was praying, the heavens opened up. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come and I ask you that you give everybody watching a mantle of prayer, a supernatural love to speak to their creator. And I pray as they pray, that they will pray with expected heart, that they will pray according to the model of the Lord's prayer, that they will pray with humility, that there will be people that pray with reverence, that there'll be people that journal their prayers, that we will pray for each other, with each other. I pray 2022 will be the year we learn to love to pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you, fam. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this 